Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Uh, what Jeff Sintel was tonight. Jeff Sintel from Dog Nation joins us each week at this time. Uh, taking a look at some of the future Georgia Bulldogs as they play on his way over to Auburn uh, for the um, you know the oldest uh, the oldest rivalry Deep South's oldest rivalry tomorrow. Jeff, welcome back to the Scoreboard Show. Hey guys, man, that you got me captivated on the hold. I'm like listening to the cute kid with Coach Pruitt, Blessed Trinity. No, let me let me tell you something. I went out to Blessed Trinity to see David Jacobs this week. David Jacobs' son. Yeah. Get this, guys. Get this. I don't know how he did this with his sweet wife, but David Jacobs got his wife Desiree. To name, to name their son Maximus. The middle name is Maximus. Maximus. David, Max. You know from Gladiator. Yeah, yeah, man. You know Maximus. Like how many? Like Ray Lewis lived that movie around 2000 <laughs> when it came out. How many people would have loved to name their kid a football player? Maximus. David Maximus Jacobs, because he didn't want him to be a junior, because he wanted him to stand in his own shadow. But like, man, that guy needs to. That guy needs to sell stuff or work for the UN if you can convince your wife to name your son Maximus. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could have done that one. Yeah, no, I don't think I'd no, have had that. No. I don't have that kind of influence. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, and well, then you talked to – then you guys were jumping jumping into Lee County and Warner Robins. I'm, like, captivated because that one, you know, Uzmani, they call him Ooze like Moose down there, in, down there in Leesburg, man, and he's – putting on a show. I think he was bonkers in the first half with three touchdowns. I'm trying to follow it on social media. I'm down here, fellas, in South Georgia, and literally I know I'm in South Georgia when I put my gear down and I look back next to me and there are four frogs jump out of the way on a football field. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's when you know, man. And, like, um, it was a – I was down here to see Zayden Walker, number one linebacker in the country for the 2025 class. And he was great. I mean, this game was 49-7 to at the half, rolling clock, city. Not much more to say about that, but except the number one linebacker in the country had a running touchdown, and he also caught a 50-yard kind of wheel route up the home sideline for a touchdown. And when the number one linebacker in the country is doing that stuff on offense, you know things are going pretty, going pretty good. For Slay County, everybody get it right. Slay County, Slay. everybody messes that up. Okay. Slay County. We get it right. We get that right with Coach Alford. I got a question because <laughs> yes, sir. as you look at this stuff, Jeff, you okay, Schley County, single A, they got, you know, 450 kids in the whole school, 400, something like that. You know, they're playing everybody both ways, a single A. But they got the number one linebacker in the country. And then Buford sometimes has the number one linebacker in the country or maybe Mill Creek or maybe whoever oh. that's got 4,000 kids. As you look at these people, how do you differentiate between the two very different levels of football 
when you're looking at who's better than who? So that's a great question. One of the things I try to do is I try to, like, here's what I do when I watch linebackers, because linebackers are, you know, the number one rated linebackers are all really fast. So sooner or later, some smart football coach down in Georgia was going to go, you know what, I know he's fast, I know he's pretty, I know he's the number one in the nation. I'm going to stop running sideline to sideline, and I'm going to just run right at him and make him quit or make him decide, make him show me who he is. And you see a lot of that. I mean, I see Zayden, man, and it's just, it's just really you look at him and forget about the eyeball test. I mean, the guy's a walking muscle. He, mm-hmm. he can throw, he, he, Coach Alford told me tonight, I was like, what's the most athletic thing you've seen Zayden Walker do? And I couldn't wait for it because he's a good storyteller, and I knew he had a doozy. And he says, well, he can chuck the football that 70 yards. He said, we should probably throw it more with him. And then he's catching, wing, he's catching wheel routes. And I'm, I'm telling you, Chattahoochee County did not want any of Schlade. Forget about the score. But that quarterback was on like a two-second clock. Somehow Zayden Walker had four, four quarterback hurries tonight when really he's getting the ball and getting rid of it in about two seconds. And he still got, he still got to him. I mean, the, the real way to look at it is you, you've got to see, like, does he run? Does he cover ground? I always look for guys that it's the type of stride they have. Can they cover five yards in one, or, one stride, one and a half strides, how well they cover ground? I mean, Zayden just moves so effortlessly. He's just, he threw a shot put, I think, 48, 49 feet. And when you start doing stuff like that, guys, Trayvon Walker, future number one pick out of Georgia when he was in high school, he's like 6'5", 270, and he's only throwing the shot like 48, 49 feet at the state championship. So when you see linebackers doing that, mm-hmm. you kind of add all that up together with, like, great film. Like, he's got these one-handed right. tackles, which looks like a Mortal Kombat video game where he goes like, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he's a guy that you just watch him. Because, listen, I had to come see him because number one, he's number one in the country. He's going to be back at Georgia next week. He's already taken two trips to Georgia this year. It was convenient for me on the way to Auburn for tomorrow. But you walk away from that thing thinking, man, you know, I'm glad to see a kid from South Georgia getting that respect. Because yeah. it takes a lot. I've always said, like, a lot of these kids that are, like, four high four-stars or mid-four-stars in Atlanta, if they were growing up in Putnam County or Wrightsville or – even Portal or somewhere like that, they wouldn't be a mid-four-star, a high-four-star. They'd be a three-star because nobody sees them right. like everybody sees the boys around Atlanta. So when you see a kid coming out of Ellaville, when they tell me in Ellaville there's really nothing good to eat in Ellaville, you should just bring something. Oh. You know, one, of the, one of the things when I like going on the road <laughs> is I like meeting somebody, and I say, hey, coach, where do I need to go to eat after this? Give me a good meeting three. And he's like, man, you got the wrong county. You need to keep driving. <laughs> but you know to my point there if Travis Hunter or Caleb Downs played in Gwinnett County if they play at a single A school it is a totally different career for them they're the same player well these guys go on both sides of the ball so, now I mean, you talk so about two just, guys to do both sides of the ball it just is an interesting concept for me I thought Jeff did a great job answering it I just it what how how you guys are able to kind of see them for what they will be when it's all equal later you know later it's okay. going to all be equal right and the best way I can answer that with a firm, hard, fast detail is really what you do is you have to get that player seen. Even if you know, I talk to writers that cover Texas and they're like, they got these guys that like dominate like six touchdown nights in single A, double A Texas football. And they try to figure out how do you project that? Well, what happens in the recruiting industry is there's so many camps. There's so many seven on sevens where you can see great on great. And you can see that kid from, 
small Townsville, South mm-hmm. Georgia, go up against that kid from Buford. And if you get a stalemate or the kid from South Georgia even balls out a little bit more than the highly rated guy from Metro Atlanta, that's better. And also, here's one thing I've also always found. South Georgia kids, and I even say anything south of Macon in South Georgia, they look at Metro Atlanta kids like they have every advantage in the world. So anytime they can compete, and they probably do, anytime they can compete against a Metro Atlanta kid, they want to get after it because simply because they're like, hey, you got what we want. Nobody respects us down there, so we've got to earn it. You know what, Jeff? This goes back to a conversation we've had with some guys we've had on for the school day segment. And by the way, we had Rennie Curran on tonight just talking about his days at Brookwood. We've had guys on like Chuck Smith who back in the day you had a North Georgia champion and a South Georgia champion. So you didn't see certain guys unless you got to the state championship game. It's different now, not only with the scheduling is different, but also the camps, the seven-on-sevens, the things that happen during the offseason. They get a chance to get on the field with the guys from the northern half of the state and from the metro Atlanta area. And I think that's something that they raise their level, obviously. I think a lot of coaches down there use it as a motivational tool. They do. I used to love it. The game's lost some luster in the last five or six years, but I remember Kirby's first year at Georgia, the rising seniors game was off the chain. And you had like, it was funny, like Richard LeCount just took over that thing. He had just committed to Kirby's first first Georgia team. He was the first five-star to commit to Georgia. And he's literally they were, he's literally walking around the, around the complex when everybody's checking in, and he's going, you're going to be a dog, dog. I already know you're a dog, dog, dog. And like he was recruiting for Kirby already. And some of these kids were not going to commit for like three months. But Richie's like sitting there handing out the homework. He's like, he's like giving you the backstage pass. And like I'll never forget, he, he just wanted to compete so bad, fellas. Like there was one play where like this is like a Thursday fit him up, cut him up, drill or whatever. And somebody knocks his teeth out coming up because Richie flew up to the ball on maybe like a quick screen or quick stop. He flew up to the ball and he got, he got rattled a little bit. He made the play, but then like, he's like jerking around in his mouth and he literally spits a tooth out into his hand and he throws it to a coach on the sideline and said, here, I'm not coming out. And this is rising seniors practice. But that's the South Georgia kid in a nutshell that you'd love to see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're getting an up-close look tonight. Uh, on your way to, uh, to to Auburn, I guess it's a nice little stop. How, how, how much of a drive do you have the rest of the way? Uh, so only, I actually got in a hotel right, around, right outside Columbus, so that's only like maybe 30, 45 minutes. I think the whole free world coming up from Georgia is going to meet or stop at the Bucky's in Opelika. So that's going to be a that's going to yeah. be a crowd scene right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a new one right there. Yeah, yeah. in like Auburn area. Yeah, new yeah. I keep up with the Buckies. I know where they are. I know <laughs> no. Jeff does too. Yeah. Chris, what's your favorite thing? You got to see. Like some friends of mine in my neighborhood, they play. We play Bucky's Bingo, and what it is if you sit there and you go into Bucky's and you're like, okay, have you ever looked at the artwork in the bathroom? Have you ever taken a free sample? Have you ever admired the carving station? <laughs> Have you ever bought, you know, like you sit there and you go and everybody's like guilty, guilty, guilty. You ever had some cashews? You yeah. ever had some beaver nuggets? I mean, I'm, like, it's a, I think I'm hitting all those bingo chips. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to be hard to beat in that game. Uh, but I, uh, the brisket sandwich is the move, you know, but you get, you get, you get there enough, you expand on the other things. Oh, yeah. Too, but yeah. 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 yeah it's clean. Clean restrooms and lower gas prices. I think it's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thoughts about the game tomorrow. How's it going to be? First road game for the dogs. Uh, I tell you what, I think what's interesting, have you guys heard about the orange out that Auburn's going to do? Yeah. So I think they're going to wear orange pants, orange jersey. They can even switch up their face masks to orange as well. Yikes. And that's going to look like the creamsicles. I just think the dogs have so much talent. I think the first four games, I've kind of looked at Georgia's schedule as like the preseason or like a long type runway for them to really find their best football. The dogs are really walking wounded. Like, I think they've got two scholarship running backs healthy. And though, even though the SEC expanded this rule now where you can bring 74 instead of 70 on your travel squad, I think the dogs are going to need a lot of them. But, like, just wait till like, those transfer receivers get rolling. People forget Carson Beck is only in his fourth start. Now it's his fifth start tomorrow as an SEC quarterback. And everybody tries to compare Carson – to Stetson 2022 or Stetson 2021. I think that's unfair for the young man. you got to compare him to what Stetson looked like his first year starting in 2020, if you can believe that. And Carson's numbers look great. He takes care of the football. Georgia's defense is the defense. And I think the line for those sports entertainment folks out there, I think the line is somewhere around 17, 18 points. I think the dogs will cover that. Yep. All right. As a native Alabama guy, I can tell you, Sam, I watched Auburn play Texas A&M. They can put on orange mouthpieces. They can put on orange everything. It's not going to help that blocking and tackling yeah, that they're yeah. going to have to do to the Bulldogs. Well, a lot of orange, man. It blinds the eyes and numbs the senses. Uh, Jeff, thanks so much for spending some time with us on this Friday night. Always great hearing from you. And, folks, he is social. I can always find him uh, at Jeff Sintel. He's keeping up with all the recruits uh, that's coming up at the University of Georgia. as all the latest for you if you follow him there. Jeff, thanks so much for checking in with us tonight. Love it, fellas. Have a great night. All right. Be safe. There you go. Uh, he's going over to, to Auburn for the big game coming up tomorrow. We're headed for the 11 o'clock hour. More interviews. We're going to wrap up another game. Do Eric Slaughter going to check in with us. More scores, more highlights, more interviews on this Friday night. You stay with us. Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.